Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender. First Commonwealth Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 269. I'm your host, David Z. Robertson. This, my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. And today we're going to get super spoilery on The Flash 307, Killer Frost. To recap, the god of speed, Savitar, takes Barry for a run and just beats the ever-loving hell out of him. Cisco vibes over with Caitlin just in time to save him, but it costs her dearly as Killer Frost starts to manifest and take over. She snaps into villain mode in a desperate quest to find Dr. Alchemy and get rid of her powers, attacking Alchemy's followers and kidnapping Julian to help track him down. The Flash tracks her down and she empties the bag, revealing to Sisko that his brother was alive before Flashpoint, which does not go over well. She escapes and wounds Barry, so it's Sisko that captures her later. They lock her away in Star Labs for the time being. Meanwhile, Joe decides he can't trust science with his one... <laughs> with this one, and take a, takes a saw to Wally's cocoon. He emerges as a speedster, but his mind hasn't caught up with his body, so he takes off aimlessly. Barry knows he'll need Caitlin's help to fix Wally, so he lets Killer Frost out of lockup with only one demand. She has to execute him to leave the room. Caitlin proves she's still herself as she overcomes her inner Killer Frost, and they hug it out. She develops a human... Sorry, a human. She develops a serum <laughs> to help Wally that works like a dream. Barry tries to tie up a loose end and talks to Julian who now knows that Caitlin is a meta. He agrees to protect her secret, but only if Barry resigns immediately. Barry agrees and cleans out his office. Finally, Savitar shows up to re-enlist the help of Dr. Alchemy, who is really Julian Alpert. I think developing a human is just called childbirth. <laughs> it, yes. We have terms that's, for that now. That's true. Dude, Savitar is fucking scary. Like, I thought that, Kind of. I thought they did a great job with Zoom last year as far as making him just... Chill your bones, frightening, but mm -hmm. Savitar is just so damn fast. What bothers me here is that he he does all this. He runs around. Caitlin freezes him, and then he runs away. Ah, that's weird. He's fine. Oh that's no, he's so damn, fine. That's it's so just, damn it's, common. It's, Not even bother me. Yeah, uh, unless you know, it bothered me. Unless Caitlin actually, I'll is give you this. Be... I'll give you this. Uh, the, his, one of his acolytes is it acolytes? Um, uh -huh. said that he it. That Savitar has big plans for Killer Frost, so he couldn't attack her right then. Fair, fair. Hadn't thought about it, but I'll give you that. That works. Not even didn't even bother me. Um, I was talking to our buddy Jacob Raspberry of the Screen Explosion podcast, and he had a pretty interesting thought. Um, I think he was actually talking to somebody else. Somebody else had the thought. I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, we'll pretend it was him. Um, but he said, uh, "What? How? How awesome would it be if they did Blackest Night and referenced?" how hr was talking about barry's superpower is it superpower isn't speed is hope. hope yeah and he was a blue lantern in the blackest uh blackest night storyline so yeah that's kind of cool we uh, fingers crossed that, like, i don't know that we'll see that when we but. said they were going to do a fortnight crossover and supergirl is going to be that, that's something i remember us kind of dreaming daydreaming about it was like dude they should they've got four nights they could do like a blackest night thing <laughs> they should um, quick pitch for the like, producers for next year uh, no, no. Do your do your Fortnite crossover early around Halloween and give me some Black as Night. Two or three, two or three years from now, introduce a Green Lantern, the core, and then do it. I'd be okay with just uh, the like 
the the pre-title break on Supergirl. We're, we're gonna say it's four nights again. Like the pre-title mm-hmm. break on Supergirl is just someone lands in front of her and it's freaking Hal Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, or what? Pick a lantern. I don't care. And it, but like, just introduce them long enough to actually come do this storyline. Like mm-hmm. everyone gets rings. I think Arrow would be yellow in this universe. Probably, yeah. Scary little bastard. So yeah, Cisco had a mini stroke. <laughs> yeah. Just take two aspirin, you bouquet in the morning. Next time, maybe lead with that. Right. So uh, normally his lines are funny lines that are like the best. The, the you know, I mean, it's Cisco. We all love Cisco. He's a, a mm-hmm. cuddly te- teddy bear of fun. Uh, but the until you did this and like shoving, like tapping and shoving at Barry's chest. I don't even know how to feel right mm-hmm. now. Oh my god, he acted the fuck out of that scene. He did. He did a really good job. I was. Oh, it was good. You already did point out maybe my favorite line in this episode. Barry's real superpower isn't speed; it's hope. Mm. That one. That one made my my face crinkle a little bit. Yeah, I uh, I did enjoy. He said he was a god. That's nice. That's not scary at all. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that the 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 chest poking thing that was rough. It, yeah, I mean it's a good good choice too, man. Just good fucking choice on the actor's call. I don't know if that was Kevin or uh, or Valdez, but somebody killed it there. Mm-hmm. By the way, Kevin Smith in general this episode. I don't know what what I don't know what parts were his and what parts weren't, but he showed up and a good thing happened. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I don't know who said he couldn't direct action, but the action looked fine. I yeah, didn't see a he, thing he wrong with it. He says he can't, but uh, he's he's too hard on himself as as he often is. And even even now, the here. the funny action, like when he I, I've seen it in the trailer like four times because I watched the trailer. I, they just kept showing this trailer, and still when he smacks Julian and knocks him out, I still laughed. It, it's just a funny take. Mm-hmm. It was it was a funny take. Um, but speaking of of rough Cisco lines, the one that hit, that hurt me the most was uh, Barry goes, "If you find her," and Cisco goes, "I won't call you. You've done enough." Right. Like, oh, oh, that was brutal. Oh, dude. That was awesome for two no, reasons. Man. Like one, great line, and it really, yeah, it's one of those like, man, this 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 relationship may not come back. Um, so it hurt on that level. But on the other hand, I I like that he's comfortable enough being vibe now. That he's like, no, I'm going to take her out myself. I don't need you. Mm-hmm. They were they were real down on Barry this episode, man. Hurt my heart. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I mean, not for nothing. Uh, but I mean, she's got a line in yeah. there like, for a hero flash, you sure let a lot of people around you die. Absolutely, yeah. And they're still playing with the theme. They're still playing with this idea that sometimes when things get broken, they can't get fixed. Going back to the coffee mug, going, you know. Yeah, which for me the, always the goes back to Firefly. You can fix timeline. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll never be able to not hear it in her voice. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, they do keep playing with that theme. And they're not, they're they're clearly not done with it. But Iris, being typical Iris, um, because now she's like Joe 2.0, um, Mm-hmm. Can which scares me? Yeah, I mean it's it's like she's distilled Jonas into exactly what Flash needs at that time, which mm-hmm. used to be something we got onto her about because it seemed like the show only used her when they needed it. But now it seems like she's grown into it, and I, it's almost validated differently. It's either it's it's either the show's validated in a different way, or we've become less of the dickholes. I don't know, but probably both. But well, we've all met in the middle now, and somehow <laughs> we're all good. We're all on the same page. So well, it worries me because it might mean Joe's gonna go away. I know. And that's tragic for every possible reason. Um, like I, I, I really hope that's not. I've, I've seen some. I've seen a couple things that. Yeah, I'm just sort of lighting a candle. That's not happening. But uh, Iris distills all that into like one little talk with, uh, with Barry, where she, I mean, she pretty much tells him like, "Look, you, all these things changed, but you don't know that Cisco's brother would have still been alive. You don't know that she wouldn't have turned into Killer Frost. All that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good speech. All valid points. Well, except good and valid for points. except for. Uh, the, the not being Killer Frost thing. Like, Harry tested her with his little Meta device, and she was not Meta. 
Mm-hmm. And I think his device was supposed to test people even if they hadn't manifested. Yeah, but that could have been faulty. It could have been something it's else. It's hairy that technology. Into... Yeah, it could have been something else. Don't get me wrong. It, it, just it like it could have been another drunk her. driver, and you know. Yeah, you never know. Is you could they could write in anything like, oh, she wasn't a meta because remember they could actually talk about it in this universe. Oh yeah, Harry tested her. Like one, uh, I purportedly like, they have the little device still. Yeah, I would think Harry tested her in this universe as well. Why wouldn't he? It happened on a whim in the first universe. I thought it wasn't like something they set out to do. He just kind of went, "Hey, see, look, it's, it works." Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. Um, I, I ended up with a that ended up being a pretty good scene with um Barry and Caitlin at the end there. It just you have to kill me. Mm-hmm. All that under all that cold, you're all you know, you're still Caitlin kind of stuff. Yeah, good speech. Hopefully, I I really hope that she continues to use the powers, but it doesn't turn evil. You know what I mean? And I don't know by what mechanism we have gotten there, because it seems like she just hope[d] her way out of it. Mm-hmm. So not the first. I'm of a I'm of a split mind. Yeah, trip. yeah. I mean, like it's, <laughs> it happens all the time in this universe. So I'm I'm of a split mind though. Like on the one hand, I'm just so damn happy to have her back, and she's a meta now. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, it's a little bit of a Martha moment. Like you just talked yourself out of all that. I kind of feel like she talked herself into it to begin with. See, I could deal like, with that well, if, they done, frost, if they had so done. If they had done that, evil. yeah. If they had made it where, like, no, you—that was just your, your, like, your, that was your version of a panic attack. Like, you talked yourself into being evil because you thought you were. So it, it, that I could deal with what, if they what, focused on that. But yeah, what sense does it make that her becoming a meta means that she turns evil? I don't know. I really don't. But I'll tell you what: when she does turn icy, I hope they keep that effect they were using on her voice this week. Mm. That little disembodied background thing they were doing with her was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing I didn't like, I did, and they actually they they brought it up. But they, they it was a callback when she like when she kisses Barry and freezes him. Yep. I thought that didn't make a lot of sense. I mean, back in season one, it looked like she had feelings for Barry, but that hasn't really been a thing for a really long time. I didn't think it was about so, feelings. I, mean, I just thought she yeah, was having some it's fun. Just weird. It was just weird, and I don't like they they always in comic book movies and TV shows. The uh, the villainous always has to kiss the hero to do whatever terrible thing, and they were specifically calling back to Batman Returns when Catwoman did it to yes. Batman. They they said that, so yeah, I, it was just a I, that's that's a that's a moment I didn't even think twice about. I was like, oh, cool, the freeze kiss, excellent. And I just went, oh, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I had no problem with it whatsoever. There was a um, there was a little Easter egg in here that in this episode there was a truck in the background. And the uh, the company name was uh, Let It Go. Oh yeah, yeah, saw that. The uh, it's the a translation of to, it. Uh, Frozen. Um. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Good catch and good call. How did, uh, I um was kind of really digging HR and Joe. They were fun together. They were fun together, and something I like about it is they have about the same level of understanding of the science. Mm-hmm. I mean, Joe outright says, "I don't understand half what goes on here," so I'm going to go do what I know how to do. By the way, Joe getting brutal in the interrogation room, awesome. Mm-hmm. Just fucking awesome. Um, that, that guy's nose is never going to recover. <laughs> it's like already broken, and he's playing hide the nose with him. Um, yeah, like the, they have about the same level of actual understanding of these things. Like HR is actually great at spinning people's ideas around to, to make it sound like something's mm-hmm. happening. Um, <laughs> he does. He just like he walks into a room with people and just like <laughs> just just coaxes the ideas out of them. Um, it's a cool trick, and that they're doing a good job with HR this year, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But they're a little talk in the car. You know, next time your your gut says something, I'll do it. 
And then sure enough, like a like a fucking maniac, he walks in there with a damn like it's like the saw they use to cut open like skulls. <laughs> you really or it's pretty, plaster cast. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really just like the fuck science. I'm doing this shit. Right. I'm getting my boy out. <laughs> and I love that guy. Immediately, Barry walks in and looks at a Charlie. This was your idea. No, but it, for the first time, it was not his idea. <laughs> yeah. I want it on record that something stupid happened, and it was not HR's instigation. <laughs> just point it out. No, man, it was it was a good uh, it was a good turn. I liked it. Like I liked him just following gut that Joe's gut around. Yeah, I liked the little sub sub story there, and it got us a really fast Wally. Oh my gosh, they're already saying he's faster than Barry was at the beginning. Yes, thank God. That's awesome. Because not only did I want Wally, and it's not a matter of wanting any kind of Wally. I want all the Wallys. I want everything. I'm with you on that one. I want every every speedster we could get our hands on in the show. Speaking of which, um, let's see, J. Scott St. Clair on Twitter. First of all, he said, Happy Thanksgiving, fellas. Happy Thanksgiving, sir. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> he says, Did, Do you guys have any, or a speculative question for you, any guesses as to Savitar's identity? He's predicting it now is Eddie Thawne. Um, what do you think about that? I just don't know if there's a cause for it. I mean, it, you know, they do I, like that actor, but I think, and I, I like, I know the crew that, that wanted to see him around again. They, they just, they really liked the guy. They were all good. They were, they mm-hmm. were tight. But I don't know if they're going to bring him back as someone, as someone like that. For some reason, I get the feeling they wanted to bring him back as a good guy. Yeah, I don't know. In the books, he, uh, Savitar was uh, like a test pilot um, and, who got hit by what he thought was a bolt of lightning and became obsessed with speed and the speed force and. Uh, the, the, called himself the Savitar, the Hindu god of motion. Um, but his true identity is unknown. Like, we never find out in the comics, like, who he is. Yeah. But, um, and I don't care who Savitar is. He could just be Savitar for all I care. I don't need him to be somebody. But more importantly to me are the people he's tangled with the most in the comics, which would be Wally West. Check. Jay Garrick. Check. The Rival. Check. And done. And importantly, Max Mercury. Big uncheck. I would love to see Max Mercury. Now, they, he there's also Johnny Quick. He he tangled with Johnny Quick. He tangled with uh, Jesse Quick, which he, we've got Again, our Jesse check. Quick. So I'm uh, I I don't know that they'll actually. Well, I don't know. We've seen a Legion ring. They might actually bring XS in. Why not? Holy shit! <laughs> Holy you shit! You just made yourself so happy, didn't you? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. There's a there's a lot they could do, man. There's a whole lot they could do, but um, and I'm getting you know almost tangential here. Like, well, they with with that's not he's pretty much fought everybody. Yeah, but like in season one, you know, we didn't dream of having this many speedsters. We didn't dare dream. Mm -mm. And now we've got Wally in his real form. (laughs) Like Wally is supposed, in my opinion, he is supposed to be the fastest that ever was and ever will be. Like there are moments Mm -hmm. where people are faster than him, but he's the one that's like the embodiment. Like the guy who can actually go yeah. to and from the Speed Force and come back. The fun thing about Max Mercury, though, oh, we might get to see the he, Speed Force he, again with Wally in the picture. Mm-hmm. Just realized that. And uh, look, Max has been trying to get into the Speed Force for years. He finally did get in in the comics, but he doesn't, most of the time he doesn't make it back. Like, he gets there bounce. and sets up shop. <laughs> uh, he came back. He came back. He did. Um, I've seen him. Well, my someone came in and pulled him out. <laughs> my only memory of him ever being out of it was. Um, him like grabbing Superboy Prime's arms. It was like mm-hmm. him and Johnny Quick and 
They, yeah, that, that was the whole thing. They kind of went in to grab him to to grab to, to fight Superboy Prime, as I remember. But um, he tried for years to get into the Speed Force. Like he was obsessed with it. Well, he made a he made but, a religion um, out of it, which would be a, a great. We've talked about this before, though. It would be a great arc, mm-hmm. I think, to have like a a speedster religion show up and uh, kind of. It, I think it'd be fun to see where Barry falls on it. Like, if that's something he actually wants to put his his fate then, or is his fate somewhere else? And if, yeah. if you do it, you, yeah. you have to ma- like if they do it, they have to not make it a like a judo Christianity versus Speed Force thing. They have to put that off the table, I think, and make it Speed Force. And there's like different aspects of the Speed Force where some people kind of have like a violent take on the religion, and some people have a very like kind mm-hmm. take on the religion. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna have to have two speeders there, so Barry can be the hope guy. He is. Um, and I'm down with Savitar being like the offshoot of like an offshoot of that. Yeah, like, like the 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 violent take on it. You know. Mm-hmm. That'd be fine. But I'm looking for the Zen Guru of Speed, man. Let's bring this. this is Max Mercury, man. Oh, that's how you fun. do it, though. Is like make make sure that like the and they do have a very religious thing going on right now between him and alchemy and the alkalites and everything. Acolytes. Mm-hmm. Um, they've Absolutely. they've got that uh, tone happening right now. So yeah, it could be that he's the violent aspect of it, and then dude, you could get your Max Mercury to show up to be the Zen guy and you know show Barry the way and it. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you love to suck? He cool. comes to show Barry the way, and he kind of nods at at Wally and says, "But you'll be greater. You'll be greater than all of them." <laughs> One of the fun things about Max Mercury, though, for me, was that he wasn't as fast as any of the Flashes, but he like he could do more. Like he was, he was more in touch with it. He was more agile. He was more like he could actually like maneuver better while at top speeds than any of the others. I can see that. Um, I had a couple questions for the show. Really, mm-hmm. just one. Why is it always intake fifty two, guys? <laughs> because it's fifty two, and they have to. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, but I, I do want to bring up like the best line of the episode. Um, it wasn't Cisco this time; it was HR. Uh, you're Captain Cold, wily fellow, slow talker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> That was good. What do you think the chances are that the ne- that the Max Mercury, when he does arrive, is going to be another version of Harry? Oh, like two. I mean, uh, you were talking earlier about what if Savitar is another version of Harry. I think that's probably more likely than the Max Mercury. No, 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 no. I didn't say Savitar. I said what if Max Mercury was another version of Harry. Oh, I thought you said Savitar. Um, no, no. My thought. Okay, being well, I'm going to throw maybe, both those uh, both those out there then. Yeah, you know, let's say uh, you know he is a version of Harry that got trapped in you know in the past or whatever <laughs> and because he had uh maybe he has like amnesia vague glimpses remembrances of you know the the future where he his past but the future where he was helping the flash he realized he had speed powers i don't know mm-hmm. he could do something but I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did it i also wouldn't be surprised if they you know made him a version of johnny quick Oh no! Yeah, that that seems imminent. There's got to be another version out there. I just mm-hmm. thought he was going to take that serum. I thought he was going to take the uh, the the potion and become Johnny Quick, but that mm-hmm. didn't happen. See, I would think like they sh- they could they really could have another version of Harrison Wells as Johnny Quick, since Jesse Quick is Johnny Quick's daughter. Anyway, yeah, easily. We need to wrap this up. I gotta go. Yeah, me too. Um. <laughs> oh, and uh, perfunctorily, we'll mention. Uh, yes, Julian did end up being Doctor Acme. Mm-hmm. So far. So far. I mean, maybe he wasn't before, but he is now, and I don't know. Anyway, he's definitely got the Dr. Alchemy suit locked away. Mm-hmm. Guys, thank you so much for listening to DC On Screen. You can find every episode at DCOnScreen.com. Go rate us on iTunes. 
Check us out on Stitcher. Oh. Download us on Google Play. By the way. All of the things. We've got What's two up? more weeks of Flash, and then we're out. <laughs> yep. Um, you're going to get it back on January 24th. Mm-hmm. There you go, guys. Here to inform. We're a proud proud member of the Giants Has Team Up Network. GiantsHasTeamUp.com. Check out the other, check out the other awesome shows on the network. <laughs> uh, until next time, guys, we'll be doing some news, DCEU, DCTV news. Keep some DC on your screen. Hey, it'll be fitting to put this here if you leave it in, but um, how much did you like that one shot as he's leaving the lab? Looking up at the yeah, same was... the same sky shot of, of the, the lightning that got him. That, that was rough. I like using it as a bookend of this episode, too. Now you're going to make me cry, man. I know. I'm sorry. All right, peace out. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC.